0: Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Pop to the Lou, where we share hilarious, embarrassing, heartbreaking, and inspiring stories of life with IBD.
1: We will hopefully make you laugh, cry, and probably speechless, like Sarah is most of the time when I'm telling my stories. Did I tell you what I wrote in in loads of my best friend's Christmas cards? No. So we've got a thing now that we never say the next year will be our year because the last two years have been such a shit show. (laughs) So I wrote, like, dear Martha, wishing you a wonderful Christmas, and here's to an absolutely shit 2022. (laughs) So I'm trying to do, like, reverse psychology. On the universe. I thought they were really, really, really lovely cards to receive, personally. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to episode 12 of Pop to the Loo. This is our final episode of our first season, and we're going to be reflecting on the year of 2021 and setting some intentions for 2022.
0: My God, I can't believe we've done our first season already.
1: I know. It's insane. Crazy? It's and crazy. we still have
0: people listening. Who would have thought? Do we? <laughs> <laughs> The analytics eh? (laughs) say that we're actually doing really well. People love to listen to us talk shit. (laughs) Is that just literally? (laughs) So, Sarah, yeah, babe,
1: it was your birthday last week and you were going away. It
0: was. I didn't actually know what was happening. I was told to be ready by 4 p.m. and I wasn't because I'm always late. We went to the other side of the city. By the river, and there was a whole picnic—one of those like lush picnics, all set up by the water under this massive tree. And oh my god, it was so lovely. With can you the, share green. the, can you share
1: the picture? Yeah, you sent to me. Yeah, I, think, I think you need to have a visual because it was pretty damn good. <laughs> I need to so high five this guy, man. Like absolute <laughs> legend.
0: He did well. He did well. Um, and everything was gluten free and dairy free. All the nibbles and marry
1: then... him. <laughs> We'll be
0: cutting that out. Um, I shared a reel of the weekend before we went away to Spicer's Peak, which is a hotel I've been wanting to go to for ages. And it was absolute heaven. But one of the things I said I wanted to do whilst I was there was see the fluffy cows. I think they're called... um, Scottish Highland cows or something but they're really oh, cool. fluffy and adorable and I love them. Um but because it had been raining so much they'd moved them to a different fields and we couldn't find them. Anyways, I was obviously quite disappointed. I even had carrots to feed them and yeah, it didn't happen. So, no, like I actually went to the kitchen at the hotel and was like, "Um, can I have some carrots to feed your cows?" Anyways,
1: I don't get out much. <laughs> I,
0: I don't. Side note, did you know there's white cows? Well, you've been to Australia, so you probably did. But the first time I came here, I was so shocked. I was like, oh my God, stop the car. As in with purely white. white? Yeah.
1: Fun fact for today. Anyways. Uh, let's so have a look at analytics now. Switch off, switch off, switch off, switch off. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just mum listening out. And she's, you know, debating <laughs> to continue with this episode.
0: Don't worry. We have my mum as well. It's totally fine. <laughs> But yeah, anyways, long story short, because I didn't get the cows, I got a card with an adorable fluffy cow on it and a trip to Byron Bay to go see cows that are there That's amazing. and stay at a lovely hotel and a spa day. So he did really well. I'm yes, quite happy mate. And grateful. It's a really good birthday. Lots of flowers and cards and lovely messages from all my friends around the world, including my lovely cats.
1: Amazing. And how was Christmas and mind and gut? Oh
0: God, Christmas. You want the honest answer?
1: yeah why not
0: i honestly i avoided everyone i obviously spoke to you because
1: i mean i tried to (laughs) facetime you and like you just (laughs) like pointed the phone at the ceiling so we were all pissed and (laughs) couldn't wait to see your lovely face and i was like i promise i have a friend called sarah (laughs) Face timing a wall. I was about to go to bed. I had
0: no makeup on. My hair is up. I was a complete disaster. And then Cass tries to FaceTime me at a table full of people, wanting me to come on camera. I'm like, absolutely not. If like, it was this just is my you, <laughs> yeah, the
1: wardrobe. <laughs> I mean,
0: I looked like I do now, so obviously I don't care if you see me like this. But an entire table of people. I was like. I'm not really in the mood. I just avoided everyone. I watched two movies about the world ending, another movie about a serial killer. Um, <laughs> I drank some red wine, and and that was like it. A fucking glass of red
1: wine now. To your <laughs> Christmas story. It's only nine o'clock in England.
0: A. M. Babe, honestly, I was dreading Christmas for months, and I, I was really, really hoping I could go home. It's now been my Either fourth or fifth Christmas away from home. And the last Christmas I had at home was not a good one. It's been a while since I've had a good Christmas at home. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pretend like it's not happening and just go on with my day and chill out. So I made it through. You, however, uh, managed
1: to <laughs> bad <laughs> quite the bill.
0: On <laughs> a, a bit of time.
1: bubbles. Christmas was amazing. I feel really blessed. I'm a big believer of choosing my own family. And um, I luckily spent the Christmas Day with very, very, very amazing people, one of which who I've grown up with, Morgan, and his incredible family. And then yesterday I spent Boxing Day with my mum's best friend and all of her family. I haven't seen my mum at all, by the way, <laughs> over
0: Christmas <laughs> this weekend. She wasn't there. <laughs> I just assumed she was going to be there she yesterday. Fine,
1: whatever, guys. Um, she had a great weekend. It's fine. Like, It's fine. <laughs> me and my mum are very strange people. <laughs> We're happy not to spend any time together. But yeah, <laughs> like mind and gut. It's, it's funny, isn't it? So I'm a big believer. Actually, I think for me, stress and, and being around maybe people that aren't too good for you can make my stomach really, really bad. And I think this weekend summed it up. I was with the most incredible people and two days, which I won't forget, I ate. More than I've ever eaten in 37 years. I won't discuss <laughs> how much I drank because we've said we're not going to do high alcohol consumption or mind and gut <laughs> check-ins anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and, um, you know, I drank lots. I ate lots. I barely slept. Didn't really drink a lot of water. Certainly didn't do any movement of any kind whatsoever. Um, and my stomach was absolutely fine. But I think it's because I was with, you know, incredible people who made me so relaxed and so happy and feel so blessed and yeah I just want to do a shout out my kind of gratitude this week 100% is going to Morgan his amazing family so Abby and Mark, Leon and Luca and yesterday I was obviously with like my my awesome awesome what I call my family so my mum's best mate Sue, Norm, Plum and Ben and all of um, their family as well like the kids and stuff so yeah my gratitude 100% is those amazing people that I've had an amazing couple of days with and yeah I just Thank you guys so much for making it so special. I love so that. yeah, so I do apologise there, like a bit of a. No.
0: <laughs> Babe, I I want everybody to have a good Christmas. I just. I knew the only way I was going to make it through was by pretending like it wasn't happening. Not that I wouldn't make it through, but I wasn't upset. I wasn't, I I just didn't acknowledge it and I was completely fine. I think if I had accepted the invites to go be with friends or like their families and stuff, like it would have felt more like Christmas and it would have gotten to me, but because I didn't acknowledge it, I didn't even talk to my family, which is kind of bad. Only my mom.
1: (laughs) So yeah. I I think sometimes if you're not feeling something, not talking to people, it it keeps you feeling all right, doesn't it? Yeah, Because it reinforces it's not that, that kind of special day as such.
0: Exactly. For my gratitude this week, I would like to thank my friend, Jillian. She, we've been friends since, oh my God, college, where we studied fashion together, go figure. Uh, neither of us work in fashion, but um, anyways, she is helping us on a little project that we can't talk about yet, but it will be coming out early next year. And I just want to do a massive thank you to her. And I did actually talk to her yesterday on Boxing Day for a good few hours and had such a lovely catch up. It's just really nice to be able to continue those long term friendships with people that have been in your life such a long time. And the distance doesn't matter. I obviously haven't seen her in a few years now. Yeah, I still feel like we have such a great relationship. So a massive thank you to her for all the help. Thank you Jill Anna, from me too. <laughs> did I do my gut check-in? Not really. My guts? Oh, I probably did. So my head's obviously like, eh, but um, I don't feel overly emotional at all. Like I feel just neutral. Numb. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Suppressing all emotion. <laughs> Healthy. <laughs> yeah, do not do what I do. My gut's okay. Nothing exciting. What do you have planned for New Year's? Do you know what
1: a few of my friends have asked to do stuff and I don't really want to do anything. I would like to have some really nice food at home um, and just have a really chilled one. I don't mean it in like a miserable way. I just,
0: yeah,
1: I've had a really awesome, you know, Christmas celebrating. And I think that I'd be happy to kind of see the new, new year in with some lovely food and, and just ugh, good night's sleep. <laughs> Share my age now, aren't I? Um, yeah, I'm the
0: same. When I lived in London, we would do a lot of house parties and like dinner parties around the new year's. And I loved that growing up as a kid, my mom and like, our family friends, we would go over there and play board games and drink fake champagne and have sparklers at midnight. Like it was amazing. I loved new year's as a kid. And then yeah, the house parties and whatever I love. I've done the whole club or like going out on new year's Eve. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. So I'm quite content to probably stay in maybe go for a dinner my friends invited me to sydney but i cannot oh, be nice. You're not go? no. no not i know what you mean i guess we're just like debbie downers but at least we're showing a different perspective because my instagram was full of people like all about christmas and i just avoided that as well so i feel like we're adding a fresh take on the holidays a depressing miserable one but a
1: fresh one again let's check our <laughs> analytics next week <laughs> Okay, so what we thought we'd do is, so we don't really like resolutions, do we, Sarah? This is something we agreed on. The resolutions, you usually put too much pressure on yourself and then you don't do them. And then within two weeks, you're like, oh my God, i am failed at everything. So we changed it to intentions. And what we did is we came up with three short-term intentions and three long-term intentions, didn't we? Should we do the short ones first? For sure. Do you want to go first, babe? Sure. And we haven't told each other what our intentions are. So literally we haven't got a clue. We haven't. I feel like mine are going
0: to be boring and yours are going to be funny because, um, well, oh it's a dynamic, but <laughs> <laughs> mine are sincere. And this isn't from a... A weight loss, weight gain, muscle image, physical standpoint in that way. But I definitely want to focus on my nutrition from a protein and water intake. I have to, like, I feel so much better when I track my protein. And I track my water and I hit my personal goals for me on those two things.
1: It makes such a difference. Tracking's good though. So tracking's good if you like you've just touched on, Sarah, unless it gets kind of unhealthy. I think tracking can be good. So because actually it can t- it can show you that you might not be eating enough, which is really yeah. important to know. And I think I know I've done it before. Not tracking as such, I don't particularly like that word because I work in healthcare and we don't like certain words because of the obvious reasons. But I think kind of being aware of like what you're eating and what might be making you feel a bit crap and Mm -hmm. water intake and things like that. And even like, I know I've done it before when I'm try- I'm really trying to improve my sleep because I can have really inconsistent sleep. You know, like how many green teas I'm drinking, what time am I finishing them in my day, et cetera. And things like that, I think can be really beneficial and a little bit more of a healthy approach. So I think that's really good. And the thing is, say, you have been, if you think about the last few months, you've been really fatigued and you've noticed that you've been craving protein as well. So I think that that's a really cool stance. I'm absolutely obsessed with people's water intake. It's it's one of the things <laughs> I've into absolutely every day be one in my life. So I think that's a really cool thing to be looking at.
0: Yeah. I definitely won't be giving up coffee or tracking that whatsoever, but <laughs> definitely, <I'm> really... <laughs> I am well aware and I've had personal trainers over the years do my fitness plans and all of that. And it's always, I don't get enough protein. So I mm-hmm. do know that I need to track it. I need to weigh it or calculate it because it does benefit me. It totally helps. So that's one of my goals. Another thing that I have to absolutely have to do is Time management. And I'm pretty good at it. Like I somehow manage to balance everything, but I know I work better. When I wake up in the morning, I write my to-do list and then I work in 25 minute blocks and then I take a break because if not, I will burn myself out. I'll just sit there for hours and knock it up and move around. Not, it's not good for my eyes, it's not good for my body, etc. So setting an alarm on my phone for 25 minutes, staying focused, and then taking a five-minute break, a 10-minute break doing whatever and then coming back and that is when I'm most productive. See, I know these things about me. I just can't actually
1: follow through. How weird is this? Our and honestly, we haven't shared our intentions. Our second one of our short terms is exactly the same. Really? Yeah, exactly the same. We yeah.
0: are pretty much the same person, babe. Nobody will believe it, but we are very similar. <laughs> As I keep telling all of my friends, I'm like, "Don't listen to her. We are the same." <laughs> She is high maintenance.
1: (laughs) She's hiding it well.
0: (laughs) Really well. (laughs) And my final one is something that I really need to do is taking time to reflect. I really think that's healthy for me. And I was doing it even a few months ago, reflecting on what I've accomplished, where I want to go and just doing a bit more analyzing my life, I guess, in a way. Sounds good, sir.
1: What are yours? So I realized when I did my short term ones that they're all productivity themed, which is interesting. My first one, which I know you'll laugh at, which i was very proud at as being my first one, is to sharpen my tech skills. Oh my god! I'm not. Oh saying, my god! I'm not saying <laughs> that I'll be able to contribute to the editing process of the podcast anytime soon. <laughs> However, I would be keen to learn how to use Instagram. <laughs> For anyone that thinks I'm joking, She's you not. don't know me very well. So everyone that knows me very well just knows I am useless on Instagram. So much so Sarah asked me to take loads of pictures over Christmas to you know put on our stories <laughs> and do something cool. And I just I couldn't do it. I took a picture of a starter I think and it looked terrible. So yeah I'm awful. So I, I would like to sharpen up my skills with Instagram because I think that at the old age of 37 <laughs> I need to be able to understand and use social media because apparently it's important.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know how I'm going to sharpen my tech skills, but I'm going to look into it. So the second one was really similar to your second one, Sarah. I want to, because I've got obviously work work, but I've obviously got lots of other projects on, which I do, which I've always had. But I would like to be a bit more efficient in my day. Not It's not that I firefight, but obviously I'll respond to what I need to do according to the time of day it is. So a bit like what you said, you're going to do 25 minutes on. I don't know whether to split my day up knowing where my busiest times of the day is for my work work, knowing when the kind of busiest time is for our work. And then obviously the other projects I can slot in or to kind of do what you're going to do and maybe do like an hour. And I do... I don't know, 20 minutes on work, 20 minutes on podcast, 20 minutes on consultancy, whatever it might look like. So, just to clarify, so it's actually a particular type
0: of, I forget the name of it, but it is a style of doing work. So, you can, for instance, say, I need to accomplish whatever task, and that task might take you two hours. But instead of sitting there and focusing on the one task for two hours, you set the 25 minutes and then you take a break for five minutes and then you do 25 minutes. So you can focus on one task the entire day, but it's about being able to actually concentrate because, and I don't know all the details on this. I'll find the name of it, but it's just a, like a method of productivity and a style of doing work. So I won't be switching from task to task every yeah. 25 minutes. Um, it's just about taking those scheduled breaks so that you can stay focused longer. And because you have, you know, the 25 minutes, you're not looking at your phone. You're not getting notifications. You're not looking on cult beauty for new skincare? Like you're very focused on the one task this for 25 minutes. <laughs> I hope that
1: 2022 will, will be a really, really cool one for us with the podcast. And so I need to have in my head that I can focus on the podcast and the other bits and bobs that we're doing, which I think is going to take some more time up which is really, really positive. But also I need to be mindful that it doesn't impact my other things going on. So my last thing for my short term intentions was to do things instantly. I think I'm really good at if I'm thinking of someone, sending them a little text to let them know I'm thinking of them. I think I'm quite cool at doing that. And I've done that for quite some time. And I'm quite good at keeping in touch with people. I think the thing that I, I need to concentrate more on doing with doing things instantly, it probably goes back into point two is that as soon as I finish a meeting and I've got my actions, do them. As soon as I speak to someone on the phone, follow that thing through there and then. Because I think the busier you get, the easier it is to not forget to do things, but they kind of go to the side, don't they? And I don't like missing things. I don't like messing things up. I don't like not being responsive to people. This is personally and professionally. So I just Mm -hmm. think the third short-term intention that I'm really going to concentrate on is doing things instantly. So as soon as I think of something or as soon as I've had a call through to sort something out, even if I've got a month to do it, I'll do it there and then. So I know it's done. No one's perfect, are they? So I think we can all make improvements on aspects of our life that are really important to us, save for me, being in contact with people is really important to me. So as soon as I think of someone or something, I'd love to send them a text or write them a card or something like that. And the same with work. I hope to think I'm really responsive at work. Yeah, that's something. I guess those two things are quite similar, uh, two and three. But yeah, it's weird, isn't it? That my short-term goals are very productivity themed.
0: I think it says how incredibly busy we are.
1: And it's only yeah, maybe. <laughs> getting worse.
0: When you're like, it's going to take up more time. I'm like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my God. I don't know how we're going to live.
0: We're doing it all for our moms, our two listeners. <laughs> yeah,
1: we are. So long-term intentions there, what have you got?
0: So one of my goals that I had written down was about expanding my circle. In the past year, I cleansed, as Cass says, um, the cast a lot cleanse. Of
1: people,
0: yes, exactly. I cleansed a lot of people out of my life that it had run its course and I made the right decision and I'm happy with that decision and I have amazing people in my life right now, but meeting more people, making more friends, getting out there, being more social, being very particular though. I definitely want to make sure that the energy and the people I'm bringing into my life are suiting my goals and I'm not just letting anybody into that. It only takes one, one bad person to derail so much. I think everybody's been in that situation that they either end up dating somebody that's the wrong person and completely throws their life off course, or they have a friend that's a bad influence or not aligning to their goals. And like we always say, it's the five people you surround yourself with that you become. So it's being really careful to always keep a check-in on those five people I'm surrounding myself with. I like it, Seth. What's your second one? Strategic planning is Hmm. it's very much related to my short term goal of doing more reflecting, but I think it's the reflecting and then the planning for my future and making some decisions. Obviously, I'm getting older every year, as we all are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sound really happy about that, sir. Christmas weekend, Morgan asked me if 2022 is the year that I was going to get Botox again this is he's, he's been saying this for the last 25 years. I had a very amazing little dude sat with us who actually then said, Cass doesn't have any wrinkles. And I was like in your face, which is a lie, but still thanks. But still, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So more
0: strategic planning and making some big decisions that I have been putting off for quite a while and just kind of sorting my life out. A lot has changed in my life. A couple of years ago, I sat down and I thought through every aspect of my life and what that looked like and what I wanted it to look like in five years. COVID uh, kind of ruined some of that. So I think it's about time that I do a bit more strategic planning again. And now that the world has kind of thrown my life off course a little bit, um, do you ever do get do it back vis- onto
1: one. Do you um, do visionary boards or do you not like them?
0: Well, I'm a little bit of an overachiever. I don't know if you know that about me. So instead of doing a vision board, I have a vision book. Of course printed. you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a stupid question. <laughs> For all of you out there that do visionary boards like myself, don't worry. You're doing fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, okay, to be fair, when I did it, I was traveling a lot. And I was like, well, I can't carry a board with me. So oh, I was like, well, well, I'll do a book so it's printed and laminated and whatnot
1: um here we go (laughs) but then
0: I also have a digital version of it Um, Jesus
1: Christ (laughs) so guys again if you do what I do with your visionary boards like I like cut out stuff from magazines from papers like cool little things and use like really cheap pins to stick them on a really crappy board that looks awesome again you're winning (laughs) (laughs) I'm not normal. I've never come on, sir. Normal. Tell us about the laminated book with the digital version.
0: <laughs> well, I incorporated both images as well as words and descriptions.
1: <laughs> Do you actually want to see my face right now? I've got my <laughs> head in my hands.
0: So I did that for the type of partner that I want and what that looked like from their so aspects. Many, so as many well. questions
1: on that one. But let's let's just move on from that one. <laughs>
0: As well as mine. I did um the types of homes that I like. Yes, I want multiple. The boat that I want slash yacht. I actually
1: (laughs) again, all jokes aside, I'm thinking about what's on my visionary boards. This is hilarious. (laughs) Absolutely hilarious.
0: The car that I want, but the car that I want their website, you could actually design your own. So you could like add in remove features. (laughs)
1: So anyone who's seen the new Aston Martin (laughs) in the new James Bond film, I don't think Sarah would be that impressed with it because she couldn't design it herself.
0: (laughs) And then I also did goals. So things that I wanted to do, which oddly enough, some of them are coming true. Which is actually
1: quite like. Thank <laughs> fuck after the lamination <laughs> and the digital copy of the book. I say, Jesus. I mean, I don't have the yacht yet, but we're working I on that. I was going to say um, I'm quite disappointed, but we're working on that, aren't we, Sarah?
0: We, we're working on that. We're going to cut that. I was um, laughing to
1: myself as soon as you started saying you had like a section on um, what you want in a partner. Do you know what just literally sprung to mind for me? What? <laughs> like a mugshot of someone. <laughs> for oh, me, God. for me, I mean, for me. Because that would be what it is. Because all my lot joke all the time. Like if there's like a really if there's like a really scary looking guy that's in the the newspaper for doing something horrific, but with like nice blue eyes, they'll screenshot it. Like a lot of my (laughs) friends do this and send it through. Like palms, your next boyfriend. (laughs) But that's literally what came to mind. I don't even want to.
0: I don't even want to dig into that. Um,
1: Yeah, let's not. No,
0: I didn't. I didn't do it from a looks perspective. I did it from a like characteristic perspective um which i think was quite healthy No, i want my own yacht then they can't take fair play i like that i like that yeah yeah yes but yeah and then like more career and personal goals as well as travel goals and like physical ones like being in remission and things like that i should look at it again and see what i've achieved because some of them i did think the other day with some of the stuff we were working on i was like wait a minute this was in my vision book yeah Hey. Cool.
1: All right. Well, I'll let you off now. I'll stop taking the piss now.
0: Thank you. And my final one is volunteering. I've got this oh my God. online. This is so weird. Growing up, I always volunteered. Unfortunately, I tried when I first came over to Australia. I really wanted to volunteer with an organization here that mentored at-risk youth. But unfortunately, with my visa and everything, I wasn't allowed to do anything. Oh, and then COVID happened as well and they stopped everything. So now that things are settling down a bit and I have to check, but I think with my visa, I can volunteer. Yay. So it's just figuring out timing and something that I can do regularly. Cause I think, I think it's good. I like volunteering.
1: For sure. Volunteering is amazing. So how weird is this? So my first one was volunteering within the Crohn's and colitis community right. because I've wanted to do this for years. And I remember contacting, I think it was Crohn's and Colitis UK years ago, but the only volunteering you could do was fundraising at the time. And that's like my worst nightmare. I really, really would have loved to have like, you could support like families or, you know, adults or children who have been diagnosed and, you know, at any stage in their journey, whether it's diagnosis period, you know, in right in the middle of your journey, or or even if you're in remission, because I think I've always had in my head, myself and my mum never had any support when I was, first diagnosed well well and then ongoing so Mm -hmm. yeah I always thought because I've obviously gone through it myself there would be something that I could do but there just isn't anything that stands out So anyone out there that knows of any volunteering jobs within Crohn's and colitis could you let me know because that'd be awesome which I would absolutely love to do and then I kind of thought when I was thinking about that sir, I didn't know whether it was something I could do personally so not necessarily through an organization but maybe because obviously I'm a trained PT nutrition advisor and health coach that I do on the side. And I didn't know whether that was something that maybe I could do from like a volunteering perspective to support individuals that are um, going through a really rough time. And maybe I could just help them kind of refocus or again, not necessarily the individual that has the IBD, maybe family members that are a little bit lost in relation to how, how best to support their relatives. Absolutely actually love to incorporate that into my year uh, next year and do some volunteering work for people within our awesome community because i love you guys so much so the second one was kind of interlinked again was to get some awesome products and services out for the ibd community so this could be anything like practical anything to help with emotional health and i know Sarah, you and i have discussed loads of products we'd love to do and, and love to you know create you know make produce To basically help people manage their symptoms. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, from a physical and psychological perspective, because that's I think something that you and I are really passionate about. It's not just your body, it's your mind as well. They're both interlinked. And actually, if you're looking after your mind, you're looking after your body, and vice versa. So I would love to spend 2022 thinking, and obviously again with your help from you guys out there, what would help you guys? What would help us? What would make our lives, you know, that much more awesome? What would help us go to work? What would help us sleep? What would help us? work out when we can't we don't feel like we can work out etc etc there's there's loads of avenues isn't there to go down but yeah that would be an awesome thing that I'd love to concentrate on in 2022 and then my third one's really random (laughs) really random okay what is it I would like to learn how to climb like mountains no like climb like rocks, like (laughs) <laughs> I don't. I don't think walls is right? this is. It. This shows how little I know about climbing. But no, like rock, like the indoor rock climbing. Yeah, like so I love, love to like start. outdoor mountain. That's it. That's it. We got there, Sarah. We got there. Okay. I think now <laughs> no one's going to let me climb because they're probably a bit worried about well intelligence, ability <laughs> to climb. Am I just going to fall off? Anyway, <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to learn indoor rock climbing first because I've, I've done it. Like occasionally when I was younger, but I've never done it as an adult. And I really enjoyed it. And the other thing is, like, I, you know, I love doing activity and sport when I travel. I'd love to be able to climb abroad. So the places I've traveled before have been, have had some really cool opportunities to climb. And um, I just love, I genuinely love being in nature. I love hiking and I love all that good stuff. Your worst nightmare, like I said, but you know what I mean? I love being I'm <laughs> yeah. um, in really cool places and exploring and stuff. So hopefully that'll be a really cool activity to to carry on wherever I'm traveling to when we can travel in 2050. <laughs> I love that
0: for you. Don't say that. <laughs> I have a few friends back in Canada that do it and Amazing. they absolutely love it. Yeah. I don't think it's really my thing. Um no, d- especially I d- I d- the nature part, no. but like even indoor. I think I just... I can't imagine you
1: climbing, sir.
0: No, me either.
1: It would be really funny Um, to watch, but... (laughs) Thanks, babe. You're just too pretty. I just can't imagine your, like, flowing hair. You're just too pretty (laughs) and too stylish. I can rough it. Me, however, (laughs) rocking up in my arsenal kit with my hair everywhere. Oh, my God. Just side note. On Christmas morning, I was so hungover that I couldn't blow dry my hair because I was so hanging. So I rocked up to Christmas breakfast. Everyone else is looking lovely in my gym kit, literally my Nike Lycra. And I'm, my hair's really curly, as you know, Sarah, mm. when it's wet and dries naturally. So that's why I blow dry it because it's a, it is a slight frizz, guys. It, it goes out of control. And um, yeah, I just rocked up soaking wet hair god only knows what my face looked, looked like i don't know how i put any makeup on but i would have put on at least 10 layers it was a bit of a shit show and then like my hair just got bigger by the day on christmas day so any like christmas day photos we took i just look ridiculous and one of my friends and this was, what did she, text? she said um i think i've just seen you in morgan's story you look like you've got gremlin hair <laughs> i don't even know what a gremlin looks like but it doesn't sound great <laughs>
0: and this was quite a posh hotel i mean it looked beautiful i've wanted to go there forever as
1: well yeah it's it's cute and i was there um yeah with my hair not brushed in my sports kit while everyone else was in tweed um (laughs) eating a bag of haribo by the fire refusing to go for the morning walk like a teenager (laughs) back to the climbing I can, I can imagine me little rat bag turning up doing some climbing, but no, I think you're far too pretty and stylish and in place to, uh, to climbing, sir. And can yeah. you, I'm not going to say it, but I am going to say yeah. it. Okay. Can you imagine if you were actually climbing a rock and what your ultimate fear is? Can you imagine if Absolutely that happened? Not.
0: Should we just say no. what it is? I have a phobia of spiders, but mm. the thing is like, the size and type of spiders you get in Australia versus what you get in Canada. And like, even some of them in England were quite big. <laughs>
1: That's a proper phobia though.
0: So my friend was celebrating her 30th birthday in Vanuatu, which nobody told, okay, at this point in my life, I was just like hoppy on flights and like, yeah, I'll go there, whatever. Yeah, I'll go there. Didn't know a thing about the country. Like I knew absolutely nothing. I didn't think to even like check or Google. She booked the accommodation in this house and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll be there. So I flew from Australia. down. don't. Oh, sorry. I was in Canada at this point, flew from Canada to Australia, then from Australia to Vanuatu. And obviously I was bloody jet lagged. I was so exhausted. We get to the house and like, it was nice ish, but not like my particular choice of accommodation. I was like, Oh, I just, I'm going to have a shower. I'm going to go to bed. I'll wake up in the morning I'll be fine. You know, like when you're just jet lagged and you're like, I just want to get clean. I just want to curl up in bed, have a good sleep, whatever. I went into the bathroom, took off all my clothes (laughs) and I was about to get in the shower and then I was like, oh, I have to go pee. So I sit down on the toilet and the bathroom was quite large, but on the wall, like across from me, I look over and there's a Huntsman. If you have never seen one, Google, it's legs. Like I could, I was about probably five, six feet away from it. I could see the fur on its legs and I screamed. It jumped and it was by the door. So I had to run past it naked to get out of the bathroom. It was fucking like the biggest, massive, like Don't know how To wor- Don't
1: know how to work, just- to be fair.
0: <laughs> so then I like run downstairs. Luckily, they're like one of the guys there was like, oh, I'll go do- deal with it. So thank God for him. And then I was like, I can't do this. Like I cannot be here. And Vanuatu isn't a very developed country. So it, I mean, I looked. If they had like a Shangri La, an Intercontinental, a Ritz, like anything, I would have just booked a hotel and gone
1: there. Cass is laughing at me. <laughs> I actually can't, can't breathe. I'm laughing so much because <laughs> Huntsmen's don't go to the Shangri La, people, or the Six Senses. <laughs> They're but not I allowed knew. in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i assumed though they would be putting down like like whatever spray that you do in these buildings to like make sure they won't be coming in or if i saw one they would like have the type of service that i could call like the concierge and he'd come up and deal with it or something but even at that point i was like i literally flew i paid how much money for like all of these flights and accommodation my first choice wasn't to leave the country immediately but i was like i can't stay in this house yeah. um but yeah they had no accommodation that was anything close to the standard I would have needed at that point in time. And then I looked at flights and they had nothing flying out till the next day. So I just booked a flight mm. and I told my friends, I'm like, I can't do this. And I don't think they, I know they didn't take me seriously. They're like, Oh yeah, whatever. It's fine. Being freaking Australians and Kiwis. And then they're like, just go to sleep. We'll put like the netting over your bed. Cause it had like mosquito netting and just get some sleep. And I'm like, are you fucking idiots? Like you'll put the netting over me. The spider will get under the netting and then I'll be trapped inside with it. So it's like, absolutely not. Anyway, so I stayed up all night. I wouldn't let myself go to sleep. And then in the morning, um, we did a bit of traveling around the island just so I could see a little bit of it, like with the private car service and then got
1: on a plane and her on own Street. one yeah. <laughs> huntsman free car um, service that Sarah Yeah, had exactly. arranged at 3 a.m. <laughs> In all fairness to you said mean, I haven't got a problem with spiders I can roll with them but the huntsman of fucking massive and that yeah. that's the when my friend drove us up from Margaret River to Perth he was dropping yeah. us straight at the airport there was a huntsman on the um the window I'm fine with them. And I shat myself because I thought the huntsman was on the inside, but it was on the outside. And I, yeah. remembered, I remember getting out. I had to get out of the car, but I just, you know, when you like pat your I'm like moving around now. Yeah. You know, you like pat your <laughs> body down, just like. Ah! Um, but yeah, they're massive. They're horrible. And I've, I've got a picture of it. I'm sure no. I sent it to you and you were like, baby. You probably did. It.
0: We are not, we're not posting anything on our Instagram because I have to look at it everybody can google themselves so that was that adventure the worst trip of my life but, that's, um, but
1: that but that is a proper phobia set that's that's another level isn't it but i've i i really really don't like rats or cockroaches little, but again oh, by I any means i can i i've stayed in some horrific horrific places around the world yeah. back in the day and you know i've had like rats and cockroaches literally running over my face i mean that's another story for another what? day but like so my phobia isn't that bad, but I haven't mm. got a phobia, sorry. I, but I, I, I don't like Just don't them. don't like them. Yeah. yeah. And that's, it, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's really hard to describe to people what that feels like, unless you've got a phobia or something. If I only I had
0: it. a phobia of
1: dickhead men.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can get therapy for that.
1: <laughs> I've looked into it, Sarah. Maybe it should be on my list for 2022.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought it was going to be. He
1: definitely thought it was going to be. Shit, do I need to add it? Maybe.
0: <laughs> Short so and make, long term.
1: Just to make you laugh, so <laughs> on Christmas Eve, one of our little dudes who was with us, Luca, this actually made my Christmas. It was amazing. He wrote his letter to Santa that we were obviously going to put in the fireplace ready for Santa yeah. to confirm he had got the correct presents. And um, he asked for what he wanted. The last thing he asked was for our friend Cass to have a nice man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then, this is amazing, he then went on to say, we don't want a cringy nice man. We just want a nice man. <laughs> what a legend. What a, what a legendary nine-year-old, I say. And how intuitive. <laughs> <laughs> no cringe, just a nice man. So yeah, I said to him on Christmas morning, Father Christmas did not deliver a nice man. <laughs> none in my room. However, I'm hoping that, you know, he's just... In the process of sorting it out, he's working on it. Yeah. I literally made my Christmas Eve. Anyway, to wrap (laughs) things up. (laughs) Call me if you're not a cringy nice man.
0: (laughs) A massive thank you. We do know we have more than just our mums listening. We actually... I'm quite shocked at how many people we do have listening in our first season already. So thank you everyone. We appreciate all of you and we have a lot planned for season two. So make sure you catch up on all the episodes and we will be back in February. If you're not already following us on Instagram, definitely do at pop to the Lou podcast. It'll be linked in our description as always. You can reach out to us on there. If you have any questions, Funny IBD stories, definitely write them to us and subscribe, like, rate, review, share us if you know anybody else that would be interested in hearing us ramble on about things and give advice that you should never take. Um.
1: (laughs) We cannot thank you enough uh, for all the support, all the love, all the messages that we've got. A huge shout out to Craig, who has followed us from day one. He is Driven to Fight UK on Instagram who also raises awareness for Crohn's and Colitis and he has been just amazing i probably talked to Craig as much as i talked to Sarah now massive shout out to Martha so she listens to our episodes before anyone else does as soon as they're edited to to give us lethal feedback can't thank you enough you've been so supportive from day one as well and I have now just got heart, heart palpitations because I thought season two was starting beginning of March but apparently not <laughs> <laughs> This is how much I listen to Sarah in our business meetings. (laughs) Massive thank you to you all. Really hope you've had good health over Christmas. Have an incredible start to the new year. I'm not going to say have a good 2022 because... I'm going to give up saying that now. Really looking forward to catching up with all of you and yeah, like Sarah said, if you if there's anything you want us to discuss, if there's any stories you want us to tell anonymously or, you know, from you personally, send it in. We'd love to hear from you and just hope we have made you laugh. Uh that's literally the reason we started this podcast was was to provide some entertainment and no health advice. <laughs>
0: purely entertainment clearly we love
1: you guys to absolute bits and really looking forward to seeing you in the earlier than anticipated season two (laughs) love you so much guys
0: love you